Stephanie is wearing this lovely red dress. Thank you, Michael. And I asked her if she had bought it for this show. And you said, what did you just say? I said, I did not. I bought it for a wedding. Not my wedding, to clarify. Yes, thank you. For a friend's wedding. Yeah. (laughs) And I, given my worldly knowledge, I said, I I understand that in in China, uh, red is worn to a wedding. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Gee, I thought we had something more to say about that. (laughs) Well, so for our listening audience who might not know, because they've only ever heard me and never seen me, I am Chinese, and so that's maybe why you were asking that question. Oh, did I mention I was Jewish? (laughs) I don't think so. I think people know. People know a Jew talks to a Chinese woman in a bar. (laughs) We get uh, two like cultural misunderstandings <laughs> happen uh, and amplified by drink. So, but it looks very nice. Thank you. And so, but in China, then, if you were the bride, mm-hmm. you would wear red? I don't know how many people are still doing that. Uh, that was the older tradition. Yeah. But for me, the idea of wearing red to my wedding, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. And the well, dresses, what, I mean, what would your parents expect you to be wearing? My parents, they, I don't think they care that much. They just hope I get married one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you know? And now, live from Madison, Wisconsin's High Noon Saloon, cold beer, hot music, nothing wrong with that, it's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know? To my right is John Tuline, keyboards and offhand remarks. Adjacent, that stand-up guy on stand-up bass, Jeff Hammond. Straight ahead, so to speak, Lyle Anderson, Carol Honor, and phone answerer. And myself, most definitely, Stephanie Lee. Brought to you by Borukim's Oriental Rugs of Madison. Once you go Bijar, you never go back. Persian Bijar, B-I-J-A-A-J-A-R.com. Tell Albert Michael sent you. And by the Wisconsin Greenhouse Company. Sales, installations, lighting, and repairs for whatever you're growing. Check us out at wisconsingreenhousecompany.com. Now center stage once again, the man who's going to uh, to wait for the self-driving Maserati, Michael Feldman. Oh, yeah. So nice to see you again. Thank you for coming. Uh, And in all the news that isn't, uh, America is waiting to see if the next Trump herpes outbreak will get the same attention as Hillary's pneumonia. (laughs) (laughs) Sit on your lip there, uh, Your Honor. (laughs) And, of course, there's a Dr. Oz thing. Now, I mean, you know, what kind of world are we in now where releasing your medical records means going on Dr. Oz? crazy. Of course, now Hillary's got to go on Dr. Oz, and for equal time, Hillary will uh, whisper lady problems to Dr. Oz. <laughs> but he can't really tell anyone else about them, because it's a personal thing, so should be good. I'll, be, I'll watch that show. Uh, President Obama wants to welcome more refugees in next year, what, with nine bedrooms in a new place, <laughs> and the one girl away at school, so sounds pretty good. Uh, More smokers are turning to cigarettes to quit vaping. (laughs) A Florida teen poses as doctor, okay, but you never hear about the Florida doctor who poses as a teen, ladies and gentlemen. It's a much better start. After dissing the black minister of Flint's Bethel United Methodist Church, uh, Trump's baptism in the Flint River has been called off. (laughs) 
Uh, the first Russian hack of a Republican occurs when, a Russian, uh, when Russian hackers mistake RNC Chairman Rents Priabus for Ukrainian. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, <laughs> for your... <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Uh, besides the national disgrace that is Trump and Hillary's hubris, uh, the hack of Colin Powell reveals that he thinks Apple is FKN crazy for removing the earphone jack. <laughs> that didn't get large. Reported, really, very widely. And he also thought that, uh, in his emails, it was revealed that Powell loves Kim, hates Kanye. <laughs> I tell you, I'm encrypting all my emails now, so even the recipient can't read them. <laughs> I think it's the only way to go in this economy. Okay. Oh, Donald Trump. Speaking of Donald Trump and Dr. Oz, Donald Trump tells Dr. Oz his cholesterol rate is pegged to the Fed's discount rate. <laughs> The NFL is investigating head trauma in Roger Goodell. <laughs> Trump economic plan, Donald Trump says he will create 25 million unpaid internships at Trump resorts worldwide. And in addition to provide childcare for thousands of well-heeled tourists. So that's pretty much the entire plan so far. Uh, the latest note from, the Trump, uh, from Trump's doctor reads, please excuse Donald from unnecessary uh, medical exams as he is in terrific health, signed my doctor. <laughs> the Kentucky governor who said the blood will be shed if Hillary wins meant it would be a shock and he shaves with a straight razor. <laughs> okay. I'd had my doubts about that one myself. Uh, new evidence suggests that dinosaurs had camouflage colors which did little to hide the fact they were 90 feet long and 15 <laughs> feet at the hips. No, honey, honestly, the camouflage looks good on you. <laughs> uh, the health benefits of marijuana keep coming in. Daily use of pot will decrease your body mass index by 3%, almost offsetting the gain from munchies. Uh, other benefits of marijuana, as we all know, include uh, making you funnier, a better dancer, and drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> and in all the news uh, before Trump, so we have to go back before June 13, 1946. Uh, on June 13, 1946, after a reign of 31 days, King Umberto uh, II of Italy did not contest the results and left the country flying into exile. Let's go back even further. June 7, 1946, the BBC network went back on the air for the first time after the war, after it abruptly halted broadcasting in the middle of a Mickey Mouse cartoon at noon on September 1st, 1939, when World War II had begun. The program, first program, of course, was the resumption of the cartoon. There you go. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, ahead of their scheduled game against the New York Giants on June 5th, the players voted unanimously to walk off the job unless they were allowed to join the labor union. A player reported that the vote had been 20 to 17 against a walkout. The team went on to beat the Giants 10 to 5, June 7th, 1946, BT. On June 6th, 1946, BT, the Basketball Association of America was formed in New York. Uh, the forerunner of the NBA, the BAA, the BAA. Uh, <laughs> that's why they changed it. Yeah, everyone's going to do uh, awarded 13 big city franchises, Boston Celtics, New York Knicks, and the Golden State Warriors. In 1946, the Philadelphia Warriors still exist. Other teams include the Chicago Stags, Detroit Falcons, Pittsburgh Ironmen, Providence Steamrollers, 
the St. Louis Bombers, the Toronto Huskies, and the Washington Capitals. Okay. Let's go back even further before Trump. On June 4th, 1946, the, the United States Army, this has some local interest. Hope so. Yes, I can see a lot of local interest out there. <laughs> the United States Army recovered a treasure trove of jewelry and manuscripts that had been stolen by a group of American officers uh, in, from a castle in Kronberg, Germany. A Women's Army Corps Captain Kathleen Nash Durant had hidden part of the loot at her sister's home in Hudson, Wisconsin. Anyone know her sister by any chance? Okay. All right. The National School Lunch Act was signed into law by Harry Truman, June 4th, 1946. And finally, June 2nd, 1946, BT, before Trump, Peter Sutcliffe, the English serial killer known as the Yorkshire Ripper, was born in West Yorkshire. That's all the news that wasn't. BT, before Trump. And hopefully there'll be news, AT. DQ. All right, there you go. So that's just some news and things that you can think about there. We have uh, a band here on this show that, uh, you know, these, I don't know, John, how long have I known you? Uh, but, I don't know. That's what I thought. It's been a long time. <laughs> Same reaction. Do you remember, I, though, you saw me on the mall that one day, and you, like, we took about 90 seconds, you said, you interested in, like, doing this radio show? And I said, well, that yeah, was... Yeah, but it seems to me I saw you actually sleeping behind uh, an amplifier. No. At, at the, at, you have at the Washington Hotel. Story. Because I sort of tripped over your feet going out the door. And I, oh, no. Oh, it's John. Oh, no, no. And that made an impression on me that has never left me. Well, I was a substitute on your show. I was a substitute. Yes, with Tom Hines. Tom himself, Hines. Well, yeah, but no, but it was with Dennis. I, I wasn't there with Tom. It was with Dennis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I, yeah, I'm thinking of someone else you're entirely. I'm else. surprised yeah, you're still here, whoever you are. Wow. Yes. And Jeff, of course, came to me uh, selling uh, cookies door to door. Yeah. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. He was quite, quite a young man. But He's he still was... coming over to your house and knocking on your door. I don't know. <laughs> I know. That was a little scary, frankly. And I... <laughs> probably won't happen again unless this goes south pretty quick and then, <laughs> oh, then they'll stalk me again and try to get oh, a no, no, job no. on our next uh, whatever form we take and uh, <laughs> so then the podcast world is waiting right now to hear what the, your latest number is going to be here that's your this is a little jazz standard it's called yours is my heart alone could you spell that it's a very complicated sentence <laughs>
On the roll in FP7F, John Tulin. <laughs> now adjusting the legs on the... We're going to go down into the audience here and say hello. How are you? Thank you all for coming today, whatever date this is. And it's a wonderful time of year, whatever this is and whenever you're hearing this. And I want to speak to the young man here. Uh, can I get you to stand up here, young man? You are? Rowan Nowicki. Yeah, and where are you from? Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, that's where we are. What a coincidence. <laughs> be. Are you here visiting your family or something? Or? Yeah. 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 And, and, and where do you stand in school? What do you mean? <laughs> See, how would a person who spoke English say that? Uh, what grade are you in? Seventh. Seventh grade? Yeah. Is that going good so far? Or? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And where is, what school is this? O'Keefe. Yeah. Good. There's someone here. The vice principal is here keeping an eye on you. Because <laughs> he's got a word to, or two to say to you. And do they have like a rowing team there? No, this is separate. Separate from what? School. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking about school. Um, so, and, so where do you do the... Because it says, it says Camp Randall Rowing. Yeah, Camp Randall's a rowing club. And I do it on Lake Monona. You don't know what lake you're on? <laughs> this, I think I messed up. It's too late. You don't know what lake you're rowing on, son. Um, You've probably done it on other lakes as well. But I, mean, I see on Monona all the time those little uh, shells out there. Yeah. They call them shells? Yeah, they call them yeah. shells. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they shouldn't call them boats, but they're actually shells. Yeah. I don't know why they call them shells. Is this... you know, I think it's because they're not actually boats. Yeah, they're probably not boats. No, they're just something you can row in. They're just a shell of a boat. Yeah, they're not complete boats. Yeah. How did you get interested in, in, in rowing a, a my, shell? My sister did it. At, at the university? No, through the same club. Oh. Is yeah. she now a rower in... No, she quit. <laughs> was it hard? Um, fairly hard, and she didn't want to do it in high school because she had other things to focus on. Yeah, but you don't. I'm not in high school. I know. But I mean, you're not focused on anything except rowing right now. Um, well, I don't have much to do outside of school other than that, so. Yeah. Well, it's seventh grade, you know. Yeah, it's not that hard, I have yeah. to say. But algebra, I mean. I'm not even in algebra. No. So you got a lot of time to row. Yeah, I do. They should give you credit for it, at least, in school. Yeah, extra credit for only classes. Not extra credit. I mean, real credit. Real honest-to-goodness credit. <laughs> so you get an A for rowing. Well, it should be, you should get, like, ten credits, and as you get out of seventh grade, at least, you know, yeah. a semester for rowing. But tell me about, what is the row? I mean, how did you learn, and how do you like it, and what do you have well, to do? Basically, on every boat, there's plastic seats and they actually slide back and forth on a rail to yeah. make it easier to row yeah. so you can put like you can use your leg muscles to pull yeah. when you row and it's actually really fun because a lot of people at my rowing club I've actually become friends with yeah. so they're good people and it's fun to talk to them in the shell although we often get yelled at for talking in the shell <laughs> you might as well be in school it sounds like seventh grade on the water you know it's basically seventh grade on the water except you don't have to do math <laughs> and there's no vice principal. Yeah, no vice principal. But I'm doing whatever they do. What are they for? No one knows. I don't know. Yeah. No one knows. And so you're enjoying it. How long have you been doing it? Um, I've been doing it for one, like one and a half years now. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are the other people in your shell uh, the same age as you, or different ages? 
pretty different ages. I'm like a typical age, there are some people who are younger than me. There are actually a few people I know who are in grades above me, but who are 13 also. Yeah. Yeah. And are you, a lot of training involved? What do you do to train before you go out in the boat? Well, we have the shell. We have rowing machines, which are basically just simulate pulling through the water, but it's really different because you're not actually pulling through the water, so it's actually kind of easier, and all you have to do is go back and forth on this little yeah, that's no good at all. Not really, but they make us do it for like hours when it's raining. Um, well, when it's storming. You can't go on the lake in the rain. We can, but not when there's light. What's wrong with that? Nothing, but it's, if there's You're light. in the water anyway. What does it matter if it's raining? There's lightning, I can see that. There's light. If, we, if it rains, we actually still go out there, but if it's lightning, if it's lightning we don't. So, and do, do you compete? Um, not too much at my level. One grade from now, I'll be competing in regattas and such, and actually to travel places. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And are you looking forward to that? Is this, like, this going to be a big thing for you in the future? Well, I'm, I am looking forward to it to some degree because it means I get to travel to other cities. But, and I think the rowing itself is going to be fun. The part I'm not looking forward to is I have to stay in another per person's house while they're there. So it's kind of like being a guest at a stranger's house with like 24 <laughs> other people who just don't really care about that house. So just thinking how awkward that is for that person. So it's like an Airbnb. <laughs> Get over that if you're going to be a rower, my boy. Yeah, but... You, know, you can't care about awkward. I just have sympathy for that person who's... Very nice of you, but, you yeah. know, you yeah. got to get over it because that's what rowing is all about. Occupying strangers' houses and some, not everyone has your sensibility about what you know what's going on there. Yeah, they don't really care. Yeah. But my sister, a real, you know what? I think a real rower cares about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My I think that's what you are. Yeah, thank you. But my sister was at this one house, and that's what this is what put me off it a little bit, is because she was at this house with like a really strict person who wanted the rowing team to like follow their house rules, which is normal, but. Her rowing team wasn't really doing that. No. They didn't want to. No. And so basically she had a horrible time and she that's what made her quit. Oh, that's that one yeah. incident in that house? Well, yeah. And the fact they had to travel to Tennessee every single spring. <laughs> and that in Tennessee were the two things yeah. that... She does not like rural states, really. <laughs> you know, every state has a rural part to it. I mean... I know, but that's why she would never live anywhere else in Wisconsin than Madison, or maybe okay. some... Well, she, your sister's got some problems. Well, yeah. Well, she's a wonderful person, I'm saying. Yeah. But are you the sister? Yes. Oh, <laughs> you don't at all. You don't. I'm just kidding him, you know that. Yeah. Whether that true, his story is accurate. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Not accurate at all? No. I had, I had Waffles at the strangers' houses, nothing bad. You didn't like it, that's why you, you told me that. <laughs> I have no recollection. Okay, I don't mean to cause a family thing here now, but, but I think you're going to be a great rower, and I'm sure you are already, and congratulations. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot of dude, and I'm sorry. end up getting in family arguments and I got enough of my own actually that I'd never win. Uh, County Spreester, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Wait a minute, I haven't finished describing you. Can I get you to stand up or come over here if you don't mind? County Spreester. 
Thanks for putting the long E over your E. Right. Thank you. Otherwise, they call you Sprester a lot. Right. Yep, that's it. That's no good. No, that sucks. Uh, you're the owner of McCaffrey's Coffee Shop. Yes, I am. Is that in La Crosse? That's in La Crosse, right by UWL. Yeah. And what's this, what's special about McCaffrey's? We go in there and eat and drink, and yeah. it gets us. Uh, yeah, I have. I heard your scones are special. Yes, they're very special. Yes, I have really good scones. What makes, in your opinion, what makes a special scone? Um, a secret recipe. In, in your opinion, what would that be? <laughs> it's a secret. Okay. Could you whisper it? Okay. You just made noises. You didn't actually say anything. <laughs> I can't bake with that recipe. Three secret recipes. Yeah. So the skull. Where did you acquire these? Was it a family recipe? Um, I got them from recipe books. I researched, and then the banana bread so is why my. Why are they secret? They're from recipe books. Because they can't find them. <laughs> There's lots of recipe books. All right, sounds great. How long have you been doing this? Uh, I've owned the coffee shop for it'll be six years. Six years. Mm-hmm. Business is good. Great. It's yeah. Wonderful. It's hey, what fun. Sort of, what sort of coffee do you use? I use um, coffee beans from another independent coffee shop. Yeah. Well, you know, Herb Brodsky is here from, uh, Denver, my friend Herb Brodsky is over there in Denver, Colorado, and he's got, uh, he owns a, he's a coffee grinder. Oh. Roaster. Well, you got to grind it too, don't you, at some point? Yeah. He's a roaster. And I grind it. So, and you grind it. I grind the coffee. So grind your coffee, Herb. <laughs> well, that's his wife next to him there. In case oh, shucks. <laughs> and what's the name of that coffee, Herb? That's Novo Coffee. Novo Coffee of Denver, so I'm saying I'll, we'll hook you up. Okay, well, we have bean juice coffee. Okay, fine, but that's a different story entirely. <laughs> okay. And they're not here, are they? I thought I'd put a plug in for oh, it. Very nice to meet you. Thank you. Where should I take my wife for our honeymoon? Where did that come from? We don't have a drummer. <laughs> Brian McPherson. Huh? Oh, hi. Sitting right in front there, Brian. Shouldn't you have thought about it before you married her? Um, she wrote that question. <laughs> oh, she did. Oh, okay, all right. So you already know where you're taking her. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, but you know where he's taking it. No. Well, I don't understand it. What, what, is this a bigger question than getting married or not? Is where you go for that? No, we're married. Yeah. How long? Uh, eight months. And you still haven't gone on a honeymoon? It's not really official. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> so you actually do the honeymoon thing. I mean, where, in your dream of dreams, where, where do you go? Scotland. In your dream of dreams, where do you go? I would have to say Scotland as well. <laughs> I would say Scotland then would be a good choice for you. Glasgow is very nice, and then they got hills, they got streams, they got they had a wonderful time. And charge it to John Tulin, our piano player. T H U L I N, John. Yes. Go to Scotland. But it was so easy. I should be a marriage counselor. You got anything like marital problems? Um, I'm divorced. Okay, then you got no problems. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to play a round of the What Do You Know quiz chance for you to win fabulous prizes for knowing very little. 
And, and I, you almost cannot lose it unless you really do something irritating to me. <laughs> like ask me how I lived so long or something like that. Secret. So let's see, who here would like to play the What Do You Know quiz and uh, feels like they would... Yes? Is something you've always wanted to do? Kind of, yeah. Kind of is not always wanted. This morning that she wanted to be on the, in the game. Is that all she said to you this morning? Or is anything else? Did you say good morning? Or how are you? It's the first thing, you know. Yeah. Did you like a cup of coffee? Nothing. That was just <laughs> she did make coffee, so that was nice. Yeah. Okay. I did. Your name is? Jackie. Jackie, where are you from? DeKalb, Illinois. Jackie from DeKalb? Come on up. Jackie from DeKalb. The stairway is over here. A little traveling music here as Jackie from DeKalb comes on the high noon stage for What Do You Know Quiz. But he told me. Did you me consider in, Scotland at all? Or? No, but he did tell me in five years he'd take me to Italy, and we've been married for six. Well, that's expired then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong you know, answer. You're going to Italy with this guy unless you remarry, <laughs> and then you should make it the honeymoon location. Say, you know. Plan make, B. Yeah. No, I, I think you, you two are very happy. Is that your marriage counselor advice? Yes. Okay. You two are very happy, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, full name, last name first, please. Jackie. Jackie's your last name? No, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening cl clearly. Dina Tolly. Okay, we'll just call you Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> this is for tax purposes in case Trump gets in. And, you know, <laughs> and we're the only ones paying taxes. Uh, and, and what do you do in life as we know it, Jackie? Um, I actually just quit my job and I am taking care of my family. You are? I am. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, did you, was it hard for you to leave your job? No. <laughs> I did love my job, but it, yeah. was, it was time yeah. to what, move on. What were you doing? I worked for United Way. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. Oh, that, and that can probably get to you, that fundraising never ends? It never does end, and no, nor does the volunteer part of it, too. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. But it was a, I loved it a lot. Yeah. And your family, what have you got in that family? There? I have a husband, I have two stepdaughters, and a mom. You do? Okay. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. And this is all in, where did you say you're from? DeKalb, Illinois. In DeKalb, of course. DeKalb. We've been to DeKalb, haven't yeah. we, John? Yeah. Yeah. Why were you in, were you in DeKalb? Do you remember why we were there? Uh, no, I mean... No. Do you remember seeing us <laughs> in DeKalb? Uh, no, I don't, but sometimes I do ask myself why I'm in DeKalb, too. Yeah. Are you from there? I am not. Okay. I went to school there, but... How did you happen? Did you just... Um, I met my husband, and he lived out there. So okay. when we got married... Where I were you before you met your husband? In Carroll Stream, Illinois. Carroll Stream? I've actually... We've been, been there, there too? <laughs> oh, yeah, many times. Many, many times. Carroll Stream is near... Uh, that place. Uh, Palatine. No, I don't know. Where Palatine? Palestine. No. It's in Palestine. It's by Glen Ellen. We Glen Ellen, yeah. We've oh, yeah. spent a lot of good time West. there. Yeah. West, West. Okay. West. Okay. All right. Uh, and the family thing working out now? Yeah, so far. It's only been um, two and a half months. Two and a half months. So I'm newly retired. That's good. That's good. Are you doing like homeschooling and stuff too? Or no, just um, they're teenagers with activities oh. and teenage stuff. Yeah. Supervision. So the whip. Supervision. supervision. Right. Yeah. And your mother's got mother's stuff. She does. She's with me here today. Jizz, oh, where is she? Wave, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi. How's it, how's it going, then? Excellent. Yeah. Are you from DeKalb, then? Or are you? No. Who's supervising Now the you children? are, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? Who's supervising the children right now? 
Yeah, who's um, watching the teenagers? One's at a cross-country meet, so yeah. I'm hoping her coach is supervising her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cross-country, huh? Cross-country. Uh -huh. Yeah, did you see her suiting calling. up before she left or what? Yeah, at 5.30 this morning. Okay, then it's probably for real. <laughs> All right. Someone out there plays along with you. How does that work then, Stephanie Lee? If people want to play the quiz, they're going to pick up the phone and dial 608-250-3222 and answer this qualifying question. Okay. <laughs> Let's wait for those oh, calls to come right in because right now you have to be basically, uh, how this works is they're on YouTube, watching us on YouTube Live. And those people out there have been... Uh, well, their numbers have declined, apparently. How, they say the numbers there, people? Uh... Got numbers. Huh? The numbers are in. Yeah, how many numbers do we have? We have 53, 53 people listening oh, to this God. live. Huh? That's almost the size of our audience on public radio. But... They don't have phones, though. They do not have phones. <laughs> Phones. They're lucky to have YouTube, I guess. So we're waiting now for that. <laughs> they don't uh, have phones, but they do number have phones. Uh, give me the number once again. So. Sure. That number again is 608-250-3222. Okay, and we're waiting for those phones to ring. <laughs> what did he say? Perhaps someone from here could call. Oh, yeah, I know. We did a thing in the audience. Quick, again. Jeff, run outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, waving that phone. Oh, yeah, the I'm music for uh, phones, uh, phone ringing music. Yeah, go ahead. There we go. Maybe our phones are not hooked up today. We couldn't think of everything. We got one. Okay. All right, lay off the music. <laughs> uh, who is it, Lyle? Somebody you know? Oh, this gentleman here is going out to call. and Got that look about him anyhow. Or maybe it's an important call, life-changing call he got regarding a... Uh, Here's Tim, uh, Tim, uh, nope, no, Jim, uh, <laughs> Jim, uh, Jim, just the one, uh, uses the one name, Jim, from Madison. Oh, that's, it's like a Christmas is, tree there. Is like. that him there, standing next to you? No. No. Oh, put Jim on, would you, Lyle? This is my career ebbing away here, another one. <laughs> I can't lose another career because uh, people are asking me how I live so long anyhow. <laughs> is this Jim? This is Jim. I'm actually from Custer. I'm sorry? Custer, Wisconsin. And your name is Al? No, I'm Jim. J-I-M. J-I-M. I can yeah. spell Jim. Come on. Zach. And you're from Custer, Wisconsin? Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you watching the Badger game or what are you doing? I was in the audience, and uh, oh, that was I you. I wanted to. Uh, that that seemed like an opportunity without a lot of competition. Without a lot of competition, huh? That was you standing next to Lyle. Yes. When yeah, I was trying to help him spell my name. So, what do you do there in uh, in in Custer, Jim? Well, right now I'm retired, and I fix things. Well, what sorts of things do you fix? Uh, everything that uh, all the deferred maintenance of 30 years of living on a farm. Oh, okay. So then you couldn't, couldn't fix before it while, that, you're, you, while you're using that, it. Before was, that, I was a physician for the student health service at UWSP for 35 years. Oh, okay. All right. Where, where are you right now? You seem to have disappeared, Jim. I, I well, saw you standing Somebody next. told me to get out of the building. So <laughs> it's more authentic if you stand out in the street. 
but you know the game, the game is going to be letting out pretty soon, so you better watch yourself out there. And all those drunken, you know, revelers. After we well, beat, who are we playing? For, playing today? I came down for a medical school reunion, and everybody else went to the football game. And, uh, oh, oh, I'm uh, so sorry for you. A classmate of mine and I, we came here. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, this is a good alternative. Um, well, I anything don't know. compared to football. Yeah, it's Georgia State, which, I, right? Isn't it? Which I believe uh, is the penitentiary, work. actually. And it's not a school at all. <laughs> so it's like the longest yard out there. It's pretty cool. Hard time. Yeah, you're missing a good game. Um, oh, Jim, so you want to play a quiz then, huh? Sure. Might as well. No, I, just, I could ask a qualifying question, but what's the point? Okay. No one else is calling. Well, we got someone from Lake Mills and now someone from Springfield, near Springfield, Illinois. But, you know, you were the first in. All right, so, Jim, uh, this is Jackie. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jackie. You probably saw her in the audience there. She's with her mom. <laughs> and uh, who's, the, who's the guy there? That's my husband, Frank. That's Frank. You saw her mom and Frank, mm-hmm. and the kids are out uh, doing things. Gallivanting around. Gallivanting. There's a word you don't hear anymore. My mother used to say gallivanting. Oh, no. Who says gallivanting? Anyone here actually use that in their everyday speech? Oh, oh look at all the hands go up. Yeah. You have to do this then so I know you. <laughs> nice to hear gallivanting is making a comeback. All right, so the two of you work together as a team, and uh, we have various categories, don't we, Stephanie? We do. Those categories are current events, people, places, <laughs> things you should have learned. This is going so perfect. <laughs> things you should have learned in school, had you been paying attention, yeah. science, and odds and ends. All right. Jackie, what would you like? Um, odds and ends. Odds and ends. Let's see here now. Uh, the five-second rule. We've all heard about it, the five-second rule uh, uh, regarding dropping your... Uh, Slice on the floor like like Jeff did there. Um, in fact, it is not the five second rule. Is it in fact the four second, the one second, or the no second rule in terms of bacteria getting on that thing that you dropped? Oh gosh. Five second rule is really four second, one second, or no second. Uh, pipe in anytime you want, uh, Jim. On this. I kind of go with the no second rule probably because any contact is going to pick up something. Oh. Sounds good. And he's in the medical profession. That's what I was hoping he would yeah. know. Yes, that's right. It is the no second rule. So don't drop it. This is really the rule. That'd be, uh... That's one right. The remaining categories are current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, and science. Jim, can you still hear us out there in the parking lot? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, what would you like? Oh, science sounds good. Science sounds good. Okay, science right here. Okay, benign masochism. There is something now that <clears throat> called benign masochism as opposed to the other kind. <laughs> this is the good kind of masochism. Does it, does it e- explain one of the following? A benign masochism explains one of the following. Is it A, marriage? <laughs> B, liking hot peppers and sad movies? Or C, marriage? <laughs> Hmm. Was that a clue? I guess I wrote this question. No, no, it's really not. It's just well, I, can, I couldn't think of a third this, one. I couldn't think of a third one. Yeah. Well, that must have been on your mind, marriage. Because it popped in twice. Seems that way. So, yeah. do we want to go with marriage or? I don't know that I would. Hot peppers and. Again, I don't think I'd go again with it. Right, let's go with marriage. Well. Or hot okay. peppers in sad movies. Well, you know, oh, things now that, you're mixing well, it up. Well, because they seem to be things that actually cause you stress or yeah. sadness or, or well, benign. whatever. Yeah. Okay, benign. Well, benign peppers, masochism. So sad movies. Yeah, the, the and, the whereas marriage. Work. Never mind. 
the peppers are probably more of a sure thing, and bad movies are more of a sure thing. Marriage can be uh, good. Can be really good. It just yeah. depends on the sure. choosing the right partner. So I would go with the peppers and the uh, bad movies. I second that. Yes, hot peppers and sad movies. The kind of things we do that cause us stress or jumping out of planes and things. So that would be... Uh, That's two right. The remaining categories are current events, people, places, and things you should have learned in school. Okay. People. People. You're a people person. I yeah. can tell you are. I'm not a science person. No. All right. Uh, Donald Trump knows 27 words, <laughs> but most adults know how many? I can give you all 27 that he uses. By the way. Most adults know how many words? Is 64,000, 42,000, or 817? Most adults. Say that again, please. Yes, Donald Trump knows 27 words, <laughs> but most adults know 64,000, 42,000, or 817 words. The second one, I think. What do you think, Jim? I think there were 64,000 words in a dictionary when I was college, so probably people don't know all those no. for routine use, so it's <laughs> probably less than that. Yeah, the, the Ford... So are you saying you agree with her? Why is it so hard for you to say that, Jim? <laughs> Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> that was, was the last if you didn't come up with it, then it's not right? Is that what you're saying, Jim? <laughs> no, I'll agree. 42,000? Yes, 42,000! of outrageous fortune, graze your delicate flesh, patch things up with a latex-free cowgirl bandage. Tough, independent, and adorable. From Seattle's Archie McPhee at McPhee.com. Jim, keep heated political talk at bay while entertaining friend and foe alike with What Do You Know? The Party Game, including questions and contestants, along with the always fair and balanced Michael Feldman bobblehead. Congratulations to both of you. (laughs) Thank you. audience a guy ever had and would be unthinkable without John Tuline, Jeff Hammond, Tom Blaine, Aubrey Ralph, Lyle Anderson, Dylan Brogan, Sheila Shigley, our host and doyen here at the high noon, Kathy Dethmers, and yours most definitely, Stephanie Lee. What do you know? The podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Boru Kim's Oriental Rugs of Madison. Once you go Bijar, you never go back. Persian Bijar, B-I-J-A-R.com. Tell Albert, Michael sent you. And by the Wisconsin Greenhouse Company, sales, installations, lighting, and repairs for whatever you're growing. Check us out at wisconsingreenhousecompany.com. You can check out the show on Facebook, mine a motherload of What Do You Know nuggets at whatdoyouknow.net, follow Michael on Twitter at MyFeldman, and taste the podcast sausage as we grind it at youtube.com slash user slash whatdoyoutube. Michael Feldman's What Do You Know is a PRI podcast. Michael Feldman, producer. You can find us on the PRI site at pri.org slash podcast dash program. Thank you all for coming. Thanks for listening. Talk to you real soon.